Welcome to the Kate Take Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Brown. Each week, I'm going to share with you a tangible tool that you can apply to your mindset or routine so you can stop sitting on your hands and start making moves to make that dream on your heart a reality. This is my take on a no BS, tough love, yet gentle approach on what to do in your daily life. Because at the end of the day, you are the one that's going to find the courage to apply these things and take them into your own life and create your own amazing reality. I need you to buckle up. I need you to get ready to get real, have some fun, swear a little bit along the way, and hear my take each week on how to make your dreams go from a just a dream to a reality. You excited? I know I am. So buckle up and let's go, girl. Here's today's episode. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Kate Take Podcast. I am your host, Kate Brown, and I am really excited to dive in to today's topic, which is all about seven habits to transform your life. Um, at the time of the recording of this podcast, I am coming off of, um, I just shared last week of that my grandmother passed away, and I'm coming back from being with family being, you know, surrounded by them, going through memories, you know, putting her to rest and that's heavy stuff, right? And as we came home yesterday from the past few days of being with family and doing all of that, I could not wait to get up this morning and dive in to my healthy habits. And that's not to say that I'm perfect because guess what? While I was with family, I drank some wine with my aunts. I had some pizza and my daughter was having a really hard time sleeping at our cabin. So I had really poor night sleep. And for a couple of days, my really healthy habits here were not in check. They were not in line. And I could feel it. Even a couple of days of not having my normal healthy routine really started to not just physically make me feel more tired, but mentally more drained. And it was really a great reminder for me that in the hard times or in the times where it takes more effort, it's so important for us to have healthy habits. And maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking, gosh, why are we talking about healthy habits again? And the main thing is it's just really been more apparent to me than ever that what we do is who we become. It's not what we say. It's not what we intend to do. It's what we actually do day to day, our true actions. That is who you will become. And I, like I said, I've been rereading the book, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson with my team. It's what I'm using um, with my new coach mentorship, with my new coaches that are joining, because it really builds the foundation of not just healthy habits for themselves, because ultimately, if you are a coach and you do partner with Beachbody and with myself, a huge basis of my mentorship is to help you be the healthiest version of yourself. And rereading this book has hit me so, so different in so many ways than the first time I read it as a new coach six years ago. And it really stuck with me that every single thing that we do is a habit. And so much of what we do is not actually conscious. And it's just one of these things where I think if you can master these seven habits that I'm going to cover today, you can truly master any dream and goal that you set for yourself. And these come straight from Jeff Olson. So I want to give credit where credit is due. This is um, from chapter 15 of The Slight Edge. 
I just reread this this morning and I said, I need to go record a podcast on it because as I was reading it, I thought, man, I've got a lot of these habits down and there's some that I personally am still really working on to have. And I'll share those with you too. So this might be a great episode to listen with a notepad or, you know, jot some notes down. And if not, I just highly want to encourage you to get the book, The Slight Edge, and really encourage you as you're listening to this, if you want accountability in reading this book, and if you really want to apply these concepts, it is um, not too late to get started with um, being a new coach. My January new coach mentorship group just got started this week on our first call, our first training session, and I have it recorded. So if you're listening to this episode and you think, man, these are a lot of skills that you learn as a coach and I could really use them, then by all means, reach out go to www.katebrown.com slash coaching, apply and grab a spot because February mentorship will open up soon. Um, But it's just a great time to get started. So let's dive in. Chapter 15 of The Slight Edge, he talks about the seven habits to transform your life. And I loved every single piece about it. And this chapter kicked off with a quote that said, sow an act, reap a habit. Sow a habit, reap a character. So a character reap a destiny. And that's a quote by Charles Reed. And that stood out to me so much because I think that we live in a society of a lot of people who set really amazing intentions, but they don't actually take that into an act, into a habit, into their character. And I can tell you this after six years of being a beach body coach, whether this is with women in Um, the mentorship business side who set a lot of intentions and a lot of business goals and they're going to reach this rank and they're going to reach this income and they're going to add this many people to their team and they set great intentions and their intentions are wonderful but they don't actually take that next step of the action piece that they're sowing the act that becomes the habit, that becomes the character, that becomes the person who grows that team and grows that income and, and grows that business. And I also see this a lot of women in my boot camp who are just working on the health and fitness side of things with great intentions of, I'm going to work out this many days a week and this program, and I'm going to eat this type of meal and I'm going to go all in. And so much of what happens there is that sometimes people bite off more than they more than they can chew and they try to go super hard in the paint for one week and then they burn out and they say this doesn't work when in reality they needed to get this slight edge of these seven smaller habits because over time these things will reap and you will always reap what you sow and i always teach my team that your current state of your physical fitness your health your mindset your income you know, for the women on my team, where you're at with your team, you're, you're sowing what you've reaped so far. You really, truly, every single action that you put in, you've got to believe it's going to show up. And these, these seven habits really dive into that because what you do is who you become. And all of our habits are rooted in choice. So looking at the positive, 
is a habit that you can build. Um, habits are, are daily activities. It's a culmination of all of those daily activities. And they're either pointing us towards success or failure. And remember that each of our habits in the moment, you don't know if that success curve is going up or if that failure curve is going down because these things take time. And that's why if you're starting a business, if you're partnering with Beachbody or starting any business, Taking these seven daily ha- these seven habits every single day, day in and day out, doing them when it's mundane, mastering the mundane, finding the magic in that mundane, and doing that every single day is going to compound into getting you the ultimate results that you want. And the thing we need to remember when we talk about these seven habits today is that you need to have a crockpot mindset. I heard this from a coach named Bonnie Engel, and she said a lot of us have um, crockpot dreams, but we have an instant pot or microwave um, attitude about it. And that is so true because so many of these habits are so small and the daily acts that you take feel like they don't matter. It feels like they don't matter, but they do. And they really matter when we get to the integrity piece of it that I'm not there holding your hand. Maybe you have a different accountability partner that you know, you're going to work on this with, but they're not there holding your hand every day. But you know if you took these actions. You know if you built these habits, okay? So let's dive into these seven habits because they are truly the daily activities that will compound over time and your activities are the results of the choices that you make. And this is what's going to give you massive momentum, massive momentum in your life, your business, your health. If you want the big mo, you've got to do the small things that lead to it because nobody is an overnight success. There's not one person out there who is an overnight success. If they have success and they got there by luck, but they don't have these habits, they're not sticking around. Anyone can can do these things. That's what I really want you to remember. And what you focus on grows. And so when you put a lot of energy into focusing on what you want, you're going to reap more of what you want. On page 391 of this book, he says, what you focus on grows, which is why people who put a lot of energy into focusing on what they don't want Um, get more of what they don't want because they're talking about it. They're thinking about it. They're complaining about it or fretting about it. And usually they usually get precisely that unwanted thing. It's tough to get rid of the habit you don't want by facing it head on. The way to accomplish it is to replace the unwanted habit with the habit that you do want. So these seven habits are going to help you get what you do want. The first habit, number one, is show up. Okay, show up is habit number one. Do the thing and you shall have the power. Jeff says that over and over again in this in the slight edge. And I absolutely love it. You just first step have to decide to show up and you have to do it. Skill and knowledge and experience. All of those things really don't matter. What really matters is that you take that first step and you just show up. You show up before you're ready. You show up while your hands are shaking. You show up while you're a little bit nervous. And there is something that I heard in my beach body journey right when I started my business. There used to be a corporate guy named Jeff, and he always said that it was the start that stops the most. And I think that's so true because so many people don't master the first habit of just show up before you feel fully equipped. And we think we need to 
have another coach or have another podcast or have another personal development book when most of the time all you need to do is show up and that's the hardest step but it's the step that gets you going and it starts to build your momentum so habit number one is show up because if you show up and you wait and you watch and you work don't give up what you want is coming for you The second habit to transform your life is to be consistent. And I know that you might think that, gosh, you've heard this over and over again. But the other day when I was talking with one of my mentors, Melanie Mitro, she said to me, you know, if you hear me say this over and over again, it's because it's important and I want you to really get it through your head. So yes, you're hearing be consistent over and over again because it is so damn important. 80% of success is just showing up. So if you can do step one with showing up and now two, consistently showing up, now you're really starting to get the big mo, the momentum going because it takes time. It took you four years to get a college degree. It took you nine months to grow a child. It took you, um, you know, it good things take time. It took me, I think when I used to train for my marathons, I typically followed a 16 week training program that took a long time. That is showing up. That's lacing up the shoes. And then that's showing up for those runs on the days I didn't want to. And the same thing with whatever it is that you want to accomplish to transform your life. You consistently have to show up and bite off a little bit every day because consistency wins over short bursts of intensity every single time. That is a hill that I will die on because it is the most true thing you're ever going to hear. Okay. The third habit is having a positive outlook. Positive psychology has proven this time and time again when it became um, popular. And if you've never read the book, The Happiness Advantage by Sean Acker, I highly suggest that as a personal development read, if you struggle with having a positive outlook. And let me hear you out here. I understand we still live in strange, stressful times in, you know, the post 2020 world. And it can be hard to find the positivity, especially because so many people now are so used to complaining about COVID and masks and whatever, everything that's going on. It's so easy to complain. And so what you need to realize is that the more, um, positive that you can look at situations and the more positive that your outlook is, the more productive you'll be, the more creative you'll be, and the greater actual long-term success you will see. Positive psychologists have found and looked in their research that people who continue to consistently practice to see opportunities instead of problems, who continue to focus on the best in situations, find the silver lining rather than the worst, and try to find people's better qualities and try to look past weak ones, they see the glass half full, they consistently are healthier, have less heart disease, they have strokes, they have better marriages, they live longer and are consistent in careers. And all of those factors, you guys, being healthy, having vitality, all of that plays into accomplishing your goals. I want you to think of it this way. This is how I, I, I truly try to really have a positive outlook and I'm not always perfect, but here are some things that I personally do to try to find the silver lining. For example, let's say you work with someone that you don't particularly like. 
Okay. Cause that's something that can really bring you down and have you have a negative outlook every day when you show up to work. For me, quite frankly, this came up not so much with coworkers, but with students. Um, truthfully, students who were really difficult to be around or students that I didn't like. I had um, a school, our school therapist, Lori, she said, if you don't like the kid, find something interesting about them. And so that is something that helped me have a silver lining and a positive outlook with my most challenging students as a teacher. Maybe I didn't like them. Maybe I did not enjoy when I saw them walking down the hall. Or if you're a teacher listening to this, you know those students that when they have a sick day, you're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> find something interesting about them. Do you have a coworker that drives you bonkers? Okay, no one's saying you have to like them. You don't have to fake it till you make it. But can you find three interesting things about them? That's a way to find a silver liner, silver lining with a coworker who might bring you down that now you have a little bit of positivity because it becomes like a, hmm, that's interesting type of thing. Um, with your positive outlook, realize that it's going to take time to build that habit. If you are not naturally someone who finds the sunny side of things, this might be a sticking point for you, but it's going to be a major factor because cultivating a positive attitude is so key because it doesn't mean that you're always happy. I've not been happy the past week, you know, dealing with the death of my grandmother. And, um, you know, there's actually speaking of former students, a student that I really loved actually died last week and it's just been so heavy on my heart and there's been a, January was just a weird start for me to 2022 so it doesn't mean that life doesn't get you down it doesn't mean that you don't struggle it doesn't mean that you you know give up on everything but when you are really working on this third habit of having a positive outlook and you genuinely try to find it it does make the tough times better I miss my grandma immensely already, but the positive outlook was I got to see family I haven't gotten to see in a long time. The positive outlook was um, one of the things that my aunts let me take from my grandma's was um, her devotional and all of her highlights are in there and her handwritten notes. I'm like, man, that's a silver lining. I forever now have the window into what my grandma thought and prayed about. And that is so cool. Um, and so when something negative happens, when you can work on that muscle of positive outlook, man, it helps carry you through. This one I'm very passionate about. Habit number four, be committed for the long haul, okay? I am someone who gets people started on their fitness journey. And a lot of the time I start them with short doable programs, 20 minute workouts, five days a week, 30 minute workouts, 21 days total. Uh, 60 day programs, four days a week. Like I try to give people bite-sized habits with their fitness journey to realize that you need to string all of those programs together. It's not a 21 day program that's gonna change your life. It's not a 60 day program that's gonna change your life. For me, it's not 60 days of Shakeology that changed my life. It was the consistent long haul that really will get you there. And I love this because in the book, Jeff talks about it's not a 90-day program you need. You need a 250-day program. That's 365 days with 115 off just to allow for the human factor. And that is so key. You need to look at your goals with the long haul vision, I look at this piece of my business with my business goals that I have. There are things I can accomplish quickly in my business, but there are some income goals. There are some team goals of my dream of helping other people do this full time. There's some longevity things that I need to plant 
cultivate and harvest, plant, cultivate and harvest and do that for a long, long, long period of time in order to really grow what I truly want of deep, deep, solid roots with my business for my family for my future and what I want to pass on to my children and and all of that. So ask yourself, are you truly committed to the long haul? Because you've heard me say this before and you've probably heard it. It takes 10,000 hours to become really successful in any endeavor that you put your mind to. 10,000 hours. What are you willing to put 10,000 hours into to ultimately really get what you want? And he talks about this in the book that it's like the farmer mentality. Farmers know that it takes a long time to plant cultivate and harvest. They know it takes a full season to reap the benefits of that. And again, this is the crock pot mindset. Do you have a long haul mindset when it comes to your habits? If you don't, it's a habit you need to work on. Don't throw in the towel after three months, six months, a year. Truthfully look and ask yourself, have you given it that 250 days, consistent daily action to be committed to the long haul? Okay. The fifth habit here is the one that I am really tapping into and working on the most here. And it's one I'm most proud of, but it's also my most difficult one that I'm still working through myself. And this fifth habit to transform your life is to cultivate a burning desire backed by faith. And the backed by faith piece is the piece that I am personally working on. And it's the piece I know once I master this habit, my life will change completely because I personally am someone that I have no problem cultivating a burning desire to reach my goals. I'm wildly passionate. And if I set my mind to something, I will find a way period. And that is just kind of who I am. But I struggle with the faith piece of knowing that, okay, all of the effort that I'm putting in is really going to get there. And this particular particular line in the book stuck with me the most. It's on page 404 of The Slight Edge. And Jeff says, the few who achieve great things are those who not only passionately wanted to achieve them, but they also clearly see themselves doing it. That's the key to harnessing the power of desire. It is like a team of wild horses that needs a driver to steer them in the right direction. And the driver is your vision. And you need to back that desire by faith. I am no problem having the, you know, wild passion and the burning desire to make it happen, but the deep passionate knowing that I'm going to get there is where I used to struggle. I'm getting a lot better on it. And it's something I'm still working on. And like I said, I can't wait to come on this podcast in probably a short amount of time because so many of these habits, I already have a lot of them and I'm still working on continuing to cart, you know, harvest more, but I know when I can back my desire by faith that man, I'm going to look at all my problems and see opportunity. I'm going to realize that if I have a disconnect, it's the faith piece that I'm missing. And I think this is one that most of us, you know, we don't back it by faith because we don't see the income in our bank account yet. We don't see the physical results yet. Maybe you don't see the scale moving, or maybe, you know, your friend, your strained relationship with your mother isn't quite there yet, or whatever it is for you, a relationship. It's the faith that you will get there. So maybe you and I can link arms on that one. The sixth habit to transform your life that Jeff talks about is be willing to pay the price. And I think that this one 
is just is, is a great reminder too, that you have to be stepping into these baby steps and you have to be choosing the things that are not always so sexy, right? Getting up early is not a sexy thing when you're tired or you don't want to, or building these habits, being consistent. None of these things are like the most flashy because they take time and they take hard work and not everybody is willing to do them. Right. And what you have to realize with this particular one, I think, in my opinion, is that you have to be willing to pay the price for doing the hard work before you're reaping the benefit. Because in the meantime, the easier choices of sleeping in, pressing snooze, watching five episodes of Friends instead of only two, and you know the other hour doing your work or building your business, right? Like it's easier to get French fries than a salad. It's easier to just let that fight go with your spouse than really dig in and have crystal clear communication with them, right? It's really easy in the moment to pick the easier choice because it feels good, but ultimately you have to pay the price of the temporary pain for the long-term gain on that, right? Because the price for not doing it, the price for not going after your dreams, not going after your goals, not working on these habits, the price of neglect is far worse than the price of the discipline in the meantime. So really think about that. The price of the discipline, that could be challenging, but ultimately it's going to pay off. And when you are in your seventies and you can retire, you know, you have more money in your bank account or you're healthier or your relationship is still sound. And, you know, you've got great faith. You're going to look at other people that didn't stick with it in their 30s and 40s, and you're going to know that the price of discipline was worth it. So look at that long haul mindset with it from number four and really be willing to pay the price now to reap the benefit later on. Okay, the last habit that Jeff covers in chapter 15 of The Slight Edge is habit number seven, practice the slight edge integrity. He talks about integrity is that you are what you do when no one is watching. When no one is around, nobody's going to hold your hand. Nobody is going to know if you do or don't do the actions that you said you're going to take, but you know it. You know at the end of the day if you moved the needle forward towards success or if you turned it downwards towards failure. If you turned it towards giving up, do you really want to give up? Because every single moment decision that we make, not everybody is there. It's so slight. It's so subtle. It can feel so insignificant. But it's the moment that Jeff describes if you have slight edge integrity. And that is the secret to your success because no one's going to show up for you. Mel Robbins has this really um, great quote, and I'm going to maybe butcher it a little bit, but it's like a viral reel on Instagram. And it's like, nobody's coming, nobody's coming. And Mel talks about how nobody is coming. You are the one that has to do these things. You are the one that has to show up for yourself. And when you successfully can do that, that's when you become who you're meant to be because every soul is capable of great things. Any person listening to this episode or now, you are capable of achieving every single dream that you have out there, but you got to show up. You have to show up consistently. You have to show up on the days you don't want to. You have to have that, that positive mindset and you have to apply these habits over and over again. Okay. I believe in you. I believe in myself. And this chapter hits so differently to me. And I think the number one thing that I take away from this is the faith piece because showing up being consistent, having a positive outlook, being committed for the long time, 
for the long haul, cultivating that desire backed by faith, being willing to pay the price and practice the integrity of actually doing it, we can all do those things. At the end of the day, it's just as easy to make the choice that will drive you to where you want to go as it is to not. And I want us to be looking at the long-term vision here of who we want to be, why we want to be them, and where we want to go. Man, like we can do this, okay? I want to leave you with this. If you struggle with doing things by yourself, stop doing them alone. These habits are so much easier to do them with other people. These things are so much better and life-giving and great when you do them with other people. So take that first step today. And if you need help taking that step, especially when it comes to your health and your fitness, because I truly believe that what we do as far as health and fitness spills into every other area of life, Um, then I'm going to encourage you and implore you to come join my February um, Health and Happiness Boot Camp. We kick off with Prep Week on February 14th. Um, This is for anyone who is new. If you've never been in a group with me before, if you've been in a group before and you've fallen off, let's get you started. Um, You can learn more about that by going to www.katebrown.com slash wellness. And I will also link that in the show notes. This month, we are really focusing on consistent habits, and we'll be doing a really fabulous giveaway for anyone who's working on these habits um, to win a massage or a manicure pedicure gift card. And it will come for the most consistent um, woman in our group who's rocking this. So maybe it's not for you. Maybe you, you know, maybe you have something else. If you know someone, hook them up with me. Let's get them started. Let's get them going on these habits. And I really hope that you can take these seven transforming habits into to your daily life and really go do what you're meant to do. I believe in you. Have a great day and I'll see you next week.